trying to be positive, hard to be positive on a day like today where Gavin Lux officially done for the season with a torn ACL in his right leg. LeBron James has a foot injury that, by the way, Gavin Lux has a torn ACL. He will be gone for the entire year. You know what that means. You know what that repair is. You know what the recovery time is. You just you can kind of say, okay, we're going to see Gavin Lux in spring training next year, and here we go. The LeBron portion of all of this, mm-hmm. that he's got a foot injury. Well, what is it? Eh, nobody's really saying. Maybe And, and maybe they're not saying it. Maybe they don't know, which sure, would be sure, even sure. scarier. Mm-hmm. And how long is he going to be gone? I don't know. We'll, we'll ask again in two weeks. That's actually scarier mm-hmm. than knowing exactly what the injury is. Like when Walker Bueller last year, Blake Trinan, well, they're going to try to come back. They're not going to do surgery. They're going to do this, that, and the other. And then finally, it's like, no, they need to go cut him open and fix it again. Like, mm-hmm. All right, at least I know when to expect him back. With LeBron, if you're being optimistic, maybe he comes back before the end of the season. Maybe the Lakers can keep their head above water. But the fact of the matter is, you just don't know when he's going to show up again. So, listen, I don't know the effect of this, but I think it's safe to say when you're – 20 years into your career when you're still playing 36 minutes a game when <laughs> right. you're still averaging 30 points a game of course you know things like this are going to eventually catch up we saw it right before the all-star break missing three games it's like well Braun would not miss these games unless there's a real issue look at the situation that the Lakers are in um, I'm gonna go back to something that just kind of I think this will bring it a little bit full circle for just this season just this year okay Lakers started the season out two and ten mm-hmm Anthony Davis went through a stretch where he missed five and a half weeks, something along those lines. Lakers have been playing catch-up the entire time. Braun obviously desperately wants to get back in the playoffs. This could be, He doesn't know how many more cracks at the bat that he's going to have. He just doesn't. That's What Braun is doing in his 20th year, it's not – we've said this plenty of times. Kareem wasn't having this much success. Jordan, it's Kobe, Tim Duncan, Dirk, go down the list of players that are doing it. Um, and especially when you're trying to play from behind the entire time, things like this not only happen, but things like this, you know, the, the expression of father time and everything else. I think we're pretty fortunate that Braun has been playing as much as he has been playing and him missing two weeks or being reevaluated two weeks really shouldn't be surprised for any type of injury at this age. No, it's not surprising, but it's no less crushing. Yeah. Right. Deflating. It's, it's, like it's, it's deflating is a good word too, that this is, and, Gosh, I don't even like to say it like this, but this felt inevitable. It, it it really did. And you were hoping that they could get to the end of the line. You were hoping he could stay healthy. You were hoping that AD would come back and be as good as he was against Dallas a few nights ago. And maybe over the final six weeks of the season, you just crossed your fingers and toes and everybody gets to the line, end of the line in one piece, and they're in. Yeah. But like you just said, you're asking a guy in his 20 – it's literally unprecedented. It, it's not like, well, this – It's we've never seen this before. We've never seen a guy in his 20th season average 30 a night. We've never seen him have to average 30 a night. We've yep. never seen a guy in his 20th season averaging 30 a night have to go out there and maybe even outkick that to have a chance to win a game and play heavy, heavy minutes mm. night after night after night. We were talking about this from Thanksgiving thereabouts. Like, hey, at some point these minutes have to become a concern, right? And I don't know if the 1 plus 1 equals 2 that the minutes equaled the injury, but it certainly couldn't have helped. And here we are. Home stretch. They're basically as close as they've been since the beginning of the season of 500. Yeah. They just put together their best win of the season. And you turn around the next day, and the most important part of this puzzle is down for an indetermined amount of time. They've uh, they've won four of their last five games. Yeah. 
they're four and one since the trade deadline. What was the word we were using yesterday? Mm-hmm. Optimism, mm-hmm. momentum, mm-hmm. hope. They, mm-hmm. they, hey, look, I know that they still got some work to do, but this is not an impossible task. What they were trending towards yeah. was not a one in a ten shot. It was not a one in fifty. This was like a one in three, a one in two. It felt more, you know, like they had a chance to get in there. He's down. AD is here for the time being. We'll see. But, you know, hope, knocking on wood, hopefully he stays healthy. Guy that we haven't talked a ton about. Yeah. He's not going to play tonight. I, I believe I saw that. D'Angelo Russell not only needs to be good, he needs to be very good, borderline excellent mm-hmm. over these last 21 games if they're going to be able to stick around and close some ground without LeBron James. Because I think we've come to the conclusion Anthony Davis isn't going to do it by himself. Very few people can. And – for better or for worse, D'Angelo Russell is the second best player on this team as currently constructed. And he's going to have to be that guy every single night. So I, I think there's a couple things that I personally would not count the Lakers out of getting one of those playing spots. Okay? Playing spots. Let me emphasize that. A playing spot. Seven, seven to, to ten. ten. Right? I would not personally count the Lakers out of one of those playing, uh, what would playing you get, spots. One in four? One in five? No, better than that. Better than and, that. And I'll tell you why. So let's just say you're trying to get to that 10th spot. Okay. It, this isn't just on the Lakers, but I think there's a lot of curiosity of what this team can do because, Trev, we've seen five games with these two players. So I, Jared Vanderbilt had a game where he was excellent. Beasley had a game that he was excellent. D'Angelo Russell is a good NBA basketball player. Good. I'm not saying he's, he's good. a good basketball player. Yeah. Um, but we've only there's literally only been five games that we've seen this team. So or with this iteration of these of this team. The reason why I think the Lakers can go get that number 10 spot, even if if Braun is out for a few weeks or whatever the case is, just help me understand this one. Do you have confidence in the Oklahoma City Thunder that they're a dangerous team? They're four games below 500. They've lost three in a row. Mm -hmm. Shea is out today. He might be out tomorrow against Mm -hmm. the Lakers. uh, And they've also owned the Lakers, just so you know. Right. Um, I don't think you wouldn't be shocked if the Thunder faded a little bit. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Okay. A, yeah, I'll, I'll, right. I'll buy that. The Portland Trailblazers, they have Damian Lillard. Um, they he have games by himself. They have one of the better players in the entire NBA. They're also 29 and 31. Mm-hmm. And they're that's kind of who they are. They'll be a game maybe two above, game game or two below 500. The Pelicans, Zion, they don't know when he's coming back, have lost four in a row. At one place, we're in second place in the West, yeah, now our 10th. Yesterday, I'm doing Lakers talk yesterday, they're playing the Orlando Magic, the Pelicans and the Magic. And I'm like, all right, well, Lakers aren't going to pick up a game there. Orlando beat them by eight in New Orleans. <laughs> so there's another team that you can't really have a lot of confidence for. The reason why I set it up that way is... Let's say Golden State gets in because they're healthy. Let's say Minnesota gets in because Carl Anthony Towns gets back. Basically, you're asking between the Jazz, the Pelicans, the Blazers, and the Thunder, there's two spots available. Mm -hmm. There's a team that at least we've looked at for a quick second. I love what you said about D'Angelo because I don't disagree at all. The problem is D'Lo got injured two games ago and has missed two straight games. Doubtful to go today. They got got two uh, over these two nights. Mm Mm-hmm. I actually think they could grab one of those 10 spots, but what you have hoped for and what Laker Laker fans have been talking about, can we just build a team? 
I think they have a team. The question's going to be, can D'Lo be healthy enough to be a part I, of that? I, I do think they've built the best team that they've had in quite some time as far as like the team structure. But all those things you said about those other teams are true. Here's what's true about the Lakers. Their best player's gone. Mm-hmm. Their second best player is the most unreliable second best player maybe in the league, right, in Anthony Davis. That I don't know. I mean, he could be great. He could be not. I, I don't know. Or the know. second best player on a team. Could, could be. But but mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is not money in the bank. It's, I don't know, man. Maybe it yep. will. Maybe it will. I don't know. Their third best player hasn't played in the last two games because he's hurt. He's not going to play tonight. Son of a it's, biscuit. So, right? Yes. That, 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 that's the problem. So you're laying, out the all the, you're laying out all the reasons that the Lakers have a chance. But the, the reality of the Lakers right now yeah. is they're banged up too. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get D'Angelo Russell has got to be there. He's got to be there, and he's mm-hmm. got to be good. Yeah. It can't just be he's there and he's hobbling around and he's okay. Anthony Davis needs to be an A. D'Angelo Russell needs to be an A. That whoever you're going to find more, whether it's Rui or Austin Reeves or whatever. Two of them got to show up a night. Every it doesn't matter time. which two, but two every, of them got to come every night. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a lot because those guys, Rui and Reeves and Beasley, and they, you know they're going to – they're role players in the NBA. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're less good. And this is what it is. The stuff that you know you're going to get, you don't know that you're going to get. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to get with AD. I don't know what I'm going to get with D'Lo. That, 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 that's the reality of where is, they are right now. Is there a little bit – like there's for me there's a little fascination here because there's intrigue. Mm-hmm. Because oh, just, for sure. Because I haven't seen any of this. Yeah. There was, by the way, there was intrigue if Braun was playing tonight. Yeah, there was intrigue because it's like they've only played five games together. There's intrigue because there are what you feel like real role players that fit that match this that. But then again, I think that's it's kind of funny. I don't think you need to be five games over five hundred to go get that nine or ten spot. It feels like right at five hundred. Yes, number. I agree. Yeah. So uh, there are going to be some team. There are teams every single night that are showing you they're not that good, yeah. and then the Lakers can't, you know, really catch a break from the. the if five hundred is a number, and we both think that it is, they're three games below. They're three games below, and have played really well to get there, <laughs> and they just lost LeBron. And twenty-one James. games left. Right, right, and the reality of it is, they typically don't win. I'm just going to keep drinking coffee. <laughs> When LeBron do. doesn't play, Mark in Glendora, you're up next. Mark, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? I love your show, guys. It's a great show. Thank you. Um, I'm so happy that we're living through the education of Rob Palinka. I just have two real quick points. He got rid of Zubots. He got rid of Caruso. He got rid of Monk, who just scored how many fifty. He added Russ. He got lucky by getting Vando. Beasley is a who knows, and you don't know what D'Lo either. So my point is this. Can we just get off the drugs of LeBron and AD? You've already kind of said it. Next year, we're stuck this year, where it's $100 million sitting there. Maybe some team suckers will take the two of them, and you get some draft picks, and you get 50, 100 million bucks. We can't do this again next year, guys. The drugs have to end now. This is an intervention. Please, we're talking about next year now. And let's uh, let's get off the drugs here. It's time to move on. It's a real business. Thanks. Well, you're welcome, Mark. I, I, a couple of things here. I want to go start with where you started with Rob Palenka. That Rob Palenka made a bunch of bad decisions. He made a bunch of good ones. Like the the last ones were better, and hopefully we're trending in the right direction yeah. of roster building. Not I think what star people, hunting roster. Building. I think what people are saying they wish those deals went down 30 games ago. Right? Like yeah, that would be. I the, mean, around, I don't think it was available, but n- yeah. not that they could have. But had you again, had you had this roster. 30 games ago, 
You're you got fighting for five. You've got a runway. Five and six, yeah. Right? And, and if even if everything plays out exactly the same, you've probably crawled your way back into the picture. LeBron goes down. Now you just got to tread water. Sure. Put that aside for a second. Yeah. I think the other question that you just put out there is the single most difficult decision that the Lakers are going to have to make for the foreseeable future. Yep. Is this our future or not? Is mm-hmm. is the tandem of LeBron James and Anthony Davis going to be the centerpiece of what we try to run yep. as a championship caliber team mm-hmm. for the next season or two or beyond? Or if we're seeing what we're seeing right now, if we've seen what we've seen for really the last two plus years, clearly Did you maximize already are the, we got what are we the got. days of the don't make more bad mm-hmm. bets you, you you hit a bit you got a jackpot you want a title yeah. but don't chase this the all the data is telling you it's not happening mm-hmm. don't chase the thing that's not happening move on to the next thing laker fans this idea that laker fans won't tolerate yes they will laker fans are kind of split into two groups. The crazy delusional ones that think that no matter what's going to happen, it's all going to turn out. And the ones that are a little bit more like, hey, listen, I understand that we got one with LeBron. AD isn't exactly what we thought we were getting, but we got to go find whoever whoever's next. Let's start getting ready for whoever's next. And they're not going to go anywhere. Are they going to turn into Phoenix Suns fans? They're not. They're like mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, They're going to be here. Trust them that they will trust your vision. Now, whether he's the right guy to put the vision together, that's a whole nother thing. All right, let, let's do this. I know we got a ton of calls, a lot of Laker fans that want to weigh in. I want to, I want to respond to that because I think the AD piece to me is the most interesting because AD is the player that technically you still have five, six, seven years, whatever it is. Do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Just flipped over to the Dodger channel here in the studio. Slee, they're playing the uh, the Cincinnati Reds today. And I look, we've been doing this a long time, you and I, and injuries are a part of this. And yep. there's some that land a little differently than others. And the Lux one just really sucks because mm-hmm. he was, he's been in the lineup for a couple of years, but he was never kind of a featured player in this. He earned his way into it. He got yep. the starting job with the Dodgers at shortstop and then, you know, four seconds into spring training, he blows out his ACL. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's kind of the storyline so far. And sometimes when a season starts out that way, you say to yourself, like, oh, no, is this how it's going to go? Like, does it set this, like, tone the rest of the way? I don't have an answer for you. I'm just saying that to have a key piece like that, um, somebody that you are also going to probably put as your leadoff guy. Certainly in the top three or four I, I was hearing Lux Mookie Freddie was how they were going to do at least the, the, the first me. three the fact that also too that you lost that position 
in the offseason with Trey Turner, Corey Seager the year before. It was a real opportunity for him. And he's not going to be known as the greatest defensive player, but you know what he's going to be known as? He can swing the bat. And he's going into a season where the shift is gone. Where right. all of a sudden, especially as a left-handed hitter, mm-hmm. That left-handers are going to benefit more from the shift being, you know, eliminated than right-handed hitters are. Mm-hmm. Everybody will benefit left-handers more than right-handers. He can run. I think mm. we might see an increase in stolen base attempts mm. because of that. You know, the one rule that I don't like that they've implemented, the, the you can only pitch twice. Today, yeah. I don't love that. I'll, I'll learn to live with it, whatever. Okay. But that feels like the rules were really going to favor him, mm. right? Like th- These were rules that would be very beneficial to him and – He's done for the year. Yeah, it just and the Dodgers are nearly as deep. They they they're far more like a regular team than they've been in the last couple of years. Let me just I, I've said this to you a couple of times. Going nice back job, to Travis last season, Slee, we're just depressing all of well, Southern California. Well, it is what it is. Today. I mean, it is depressing. But here here's here's optimism. Okay. You ready? And I've said this to you before. If I were the Braves, if I were the Padres, the Mets, the Phillies, the other you know good team, and the Dodgers have been this quiet for this long, I'd go, what are they going to do? They're not going to do nothing. Now, it may not be until the trade deadline where there's sure. an Otani thing, or it yeah. might not be until the end of the season if it's an Otani thing. But the Dodgers are not just going to sit around and let everyone else collect all of these great players and then just go, ah, well, we didn't get anybody. They're going to do something. Hmm. And maybe this speeds it up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. But you you need to either put some of those young guys out there and see what you got, or you need to use some of those young guys to go out there and find somebody that you know is a major league caliber player. Well, you said something about the young players that – they're not going to have a choice, right? They're going to have to. They're going to. We're going to have to see some of these young yep. players this year. Period. But I, I wonder also if this could be just that in between year. Could this be just one could of be. those in between years that you know you're going to put out a good product? You'll be more surprised that the Dodgers don't make the playoffs than if they do. Oh, for sure. And once you get in, you get in. And plenty of teams have shown <laughs> that anything can happen once you get in. I wonder if this could be one of those years for the Dodgers where, like you said. They're not going to just sit around and do nothing, but maybe they're timing. Maybe they are going big game hunting. Maybe it is Otani, and we got to be. They got to be incredibly smart through this season to prepare themselves for that. That could be the situation as well. It, it's you said something that kind of sparked a thought that the Dodgers lost Trey Turner, that Justin Turner signed with the Red Sox, yeah. that they they they're kind of shopping in the bargain aisle of the store with JD Martinez and Noah Syndergaard. They did. You lose Gavin Lux, right? Walker Bueller's done for probably the vast yeah. majority of the. Yeah. season you're, you're missing some guys right mm-hmm. and i think we would all be shocked if the dodgers didn't make the playoffs that that's Agree. that's how much Agree. That, that, ahead of everybody they were yes. yes and how many assets you actually had that you could lose what i just laid out and still be like not only will they probably make the playoffs they're probably at worst and even pick with the padres to win the division mm. That's that's pretty good organization. They'll figure it out. It's bad news for the Dodgers. It's really bad news for Gavin Lux personally, but I still have faith in that. You have a little excitement in your life in the middle of July now. Get to watch a little bit of something, a little trade and, deadline and, action. And uh, you know, you might be in a situation where not every night is a guaranteed win. <laughs> Well, it might did, be three to two instead did, of six to two. I did like the 111 wins. Don't get me wrong; that was fun. I don't know. Every time, every I swear during the season, you're like, "Yeah, they won." What's going to happen in October? I'm like, "Trav, it's literally June 8th." Super fun season. Super fun. <laughs> it was right up until it, it wasn't. Riverside and Richard, Richard, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's going on? How you doing? Uh, always enjoy you guys' show. Thank uh, you. In training camp, Darvin Ham. His theme song was, we are going to be a great defensive team. 
We're going to put forth the effort on that end of the court. Everybody's going to be held accountable. It was new. It was fresh. It sounded good. But uh, as you both know, we haven't seen that consistently uh, so far this season. And uh, number two, he's referring to A.D. as Wilt Davis. Well, I'll tell you guys, if he played like he played the other night against Dallas, I'm holding out hope that we can get to the playoffs. That and this team, as is uh, put together now, they're going to have to consistently play some defense. Richard, I'm going to jump in, and I appreciate you calling in. So a couple things here. Um, The AD piece, I, I think I disagree with some of what Laker faithful think can get them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree that Anthony Davis has to be a really good basketball player. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm pointing that out. But I got a couple of these last night on Lakers talk, and then you know we've got a couple calls on this. Those who are saying, hey, this is AD's time. Hey, AD's going to take over from here, and he's going to get them into the playoffs. I'm not saying that doesn't need to happen, but I've also watched enough Anthony Davis to know that they need – five or six guys to contribute for them to get there. That AD can be a player, and I think he's shown this before. He's not a selfish dude. The guy doesn't need to um, – he's not he he's not upset if the Lakers win the game and he only had 15 points. That's not Anthony Davis's personality. The guy wants to win. But I guess my, my roadmap to winning is different than somebody else's because if you're saying it's all on AD – and AD is going to guess to the promised land the way Joker and Giannis and Embiid and KD and some of these other players. I just don't land on that. No. I just don't. What I do think is AD can still have maybe a game like the Dallas Mavericks like he's talking about. But if Vanderbilt, Beasley, D'Angelo, Denshire, this, all these other guys don't do anything and it's not kind of team constructed, I don't I, I don't think it happens from there. By the way, I do think they're going to make the playing tournament still, I believe. So. I hope they do. I'm skeptical. I, I just It just feels that what they – what they've shown us without LeBron James over the last few seasons is they lose more than they win, and that feels like it's likely to. Remember yesterday to we were having this conversation. I felt like you were leaning towards you thought I was, I was that was, they uh, that they it could happen that yeah, they could get in the playing they had LeBron. Tournament. And no, no, no. no this was this was when us we were talking about potentially Braun missing some day. We didn't know how much time he'd miss. Yeah, this is different today than it was yeah, yesterday. It, it, You're right about that. It's, it's a lot different. I want to go back to the first thing that the, he, he was talking about. The defense, you know, we heard that Darvin Ham. I've, I've said it to you a bunch of times, Al, that they, we're going to be a defense. No, no, they're not, and stop talking about it because they're just not. They're not a great defensive team. They're not going to turn into a great defensive team. So turn the page on that, go to the next thing. You know <laughs> what's really kind of embarrassing for Anthony Davis that we can specifically point to the games that he was really good in. Right? Like that caller just said, you've done it, I've done it. Hey, if we get the AD we got against Dallas, if you said, hey, if we got the game where he was really good for Giannis, you'd be like, yeah, you need to be more specific. With Jokic, which good game? Embiid, which game? But we can specifically say, hey, he was really good against Dallas. Hey, remember, don't forget that game when he was in Portland. He was really, It's like, guys, we shouldn't be able to pinpoint when the good you one showed up. Right. <laughs> that we can specifically say, hey, that version of AD against Dallas, that by definition means it doesn't happen very often. If you can say, you wouldn't say, you know, the, the one great meal you had at your favorite restaurant, you keep going back because it's always pretty good. But if you went to one place, yeah, one time it was all right. That's kind of what we're getting with. Mm. There, this idea that he's you don't want hit and miss when you go to a restaurant. No, you want what you want, and what you want with him is I don't know. 
I don't. I can't have the chef in a bad mood some days. I can't have the chef not give a damn on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and only have his game going on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Okay, it doesn't make any sense. Do, do you agree with this? That this week again, the D'Angelo piece changes everything too, because that's a that's a key piece. This week they got four games. Mm-hmm. They're going to play eighty-eight games in in the next month. Okay, they got four games. This you week. only got twenty-one left. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that, by the way, I think that that part is kind of crazy that there's only 21 games left in the season, but the four games this week. You're at Memphis, you're at OKC. Minnesota at home, Golden State at home. There's life without LeBron James at least for X amount of games, at least X amount of time. You got six new players that you brought in from Rui all the way to the Mo Bamba trade. Mm-hmm. I have a fascination of what these four games are going to look like. Two of them are going to be at home. One of them is against Thunder. We'll see about Shea. I mean, tonight you could pretty much chalk up as the Memphis Grizzlies are going to do what the Memphis Grizzlies do. They're going to have a hard time tonight. I'm assuming, yeah. right? I'm I'm kind of fascinated what this week goes like. If they, if they go one and three, then you have a pretty good idea of probably what the rest of the thing is going to look like. If they went two and two, which is very you know that can happen as well, then you're then you're kind of all right. Can you now hang without those without Braun being in there? So there's the 21 games remaining this season, and then there's what happens after that. I think we're going to have an answer on that as well. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Everybody that somebody is hurt in L.A. right now, it seems yeah. like. Gavin Lux down for the season with a knee injury. LeBron James is out indefinitely to be reevaluated in two weeks. Yep. Am I the only one that thinks it's crazy that not knowing what the injury is makes me far more nervous about what it might be? Like, if Gavin Lux, I know he's done for a year. Yeah, I know he'll be back. I know that this is the path of what an ACL rehab looks like. With LeBron... We don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. If you said it's a Liz Frank, okay, that's a year. If you said it's a torn plantar fascia, okay, that's you know three months, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you know that. Yeah, we'll let you know when we know, which we won't even start to look again for another couple of weeks. Doesn't fill does, me with does confidence. this um, does this have more to do with? We're just so accustomed to having that information right in front of us, right at that time. And because it's not there, then we just start making up stories in our own head. This is an awful example, okay? But let's say with Susan, your partner, when you don't know what she's mad about, but you know she's mad, 
and you're like, can I just get some more information, please? But they're not really kind of giving you. It's the vibe. It's Worse. this. I'm like, I, I, I'm not mad. Uh-oh. I'm not mad. Uh-oh. Rather than when they <laughs> say, good. <laughs> I'm mad because you didn't do this. You're like, oh, I feel better now. Yeah. I have that info. You told me you were going to fix the garage. You know what? I did and I didn't. I'll get it fixed tomorrow. My bad. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. Oh. No, everything's w- fine. Wonderful. Why are you going upstairs <laughs> early? I'll, I'll read this. Um Shams put this out there. FanDuel TV does a show on there. LeBron is expected to miss an indefinite amount of time. I'm told likely at least two or three weeks. Okay. Get a little trickle in. By the way, if you could buy three weeks right now, wouldn't you take it? Yes. Yeah, me too. Three weeks gives you three more weeks left. Gives you three weeks on the back end, (laughs) which would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Okay. Nine games to go does not feel great, but it... Look, maybe you're two games out with nine to go with LeBron James. Here's the other thing: these other teams, I'm, I'm telling you, Trav, they're not going. Nobody's, I think, going to run away. I don't think it. so either. Yeah. But neither are the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to kind of the Lakers. Nobody's going to run away with it. I agree, but I think there could be some teams that sink, right? Like let's say Portland holds serve; they stay right around. I got a feeling Portland and Utah will probably stay serve. Yeah, they'll stay in that position, but the. Pelicans are in a free fall right now. Here's the thing that I think is both interesting and potentially really upsetting for Laker fans, and that is these remaining 21 games that may or may not be LeBron James free, but at least for the next couple of weeks they are. We've said it before. We're talking about it a minute ago. Can Anthony Davis be the guy that keeps you in it until LeBron comes back? Mm-hmm. We're going to know the answer to that pretty quick like you were saying the next four or this five week. games we're, yeah. we're going to have an idea yeah. whether or not that's even remotely a possibility if it is let's say he does let's okay. say he's really good mm-hmm. okay not crazy mm-hmm. and let's say that lebron does continue to miss more time that it's not that two or three maybe it's five or six four or five but anthony davis is good enough to get you into the play and maybe win a play-in game maybe get yourself into a playoff spot and he just showed you know what i can carry this water for you for the better part of a month and a half I think you feel a lot better about what's coming up mm. after that for the following season. Mm. Even if the Lakers, let's say they go run into Golden State in the play and they get beat. Okay, that fine. But Anthony Davis got us to the play-in, played well throughout the process. I feel a lot better about mm. throwing in with Anthony Davis moving forward where if the opposite happens, let's say the Lakers, let's just for round numbers, let's say they got 20 games left, right? And they win six of them. They go six and fourteen without LeBron James and, and the Blazers and, and the Utah Jazz grab those nine ten with slots. nine wins. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's when you say not only are we screwed for the remaining part of this season, what exactly have we bought moving forward for the future? LeBron's not getting younger. LeBron's not going to be less injury prone in year 21 than he was in 20. 20's been worse than 19. 19 was worse than 18. Presumably 21 will be worse than 20. So what do you do now? If you get the answer that none of us want, that AD just simply is not up for this, that's not just bad news for this season. That's bad news for the future of the Lakers. So I think that's a question you got to ask yourself. I think the definition of how you perceive Anthony Davis, because I my perception of Anthony Davis has adjusted over the years, okay? So he's missed 24 games this year. He's played in 37, all right? Last season, let me take the last two seasons combined. He missed 50% of the games in those following two seasons, okay? 
the year that the Lakers won the championship, he was obviously there for that stretch run, him and LeBron and everything else. I don't view, and I never really have viewed Anthony Davis, even when the question was coming up as LeBron James is going to eventually pass the baton to Anthony Davis. In my eyes, it was, yeah, he's going to pass it to him, but then who is he going to hold the baton with? That it's not like... I don't view Even Anthony when they, Davis. They originally acquired him from New Orleans, you were thinking, okay, LeBron no. and AD, no. great, but LeBron, when LeBron is finally done, AD is going to need a guy. I think you always need a guy in the league. You, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Everybody needs. Is a he guy. the main guy? Is he that, the alpha, it. the guy that you that's can it. say, hey, that's the number one, and go he from there? He needs help. He not. He isn't the help. When it yes, when when they first traded for AD, I did not think that. Yeah. When they won the championship in the bubble, I did not think that. Right. Since that moment, I've thought that. I've thought that, yes, Anthony. if Bron's going to hand the baton to Anthony Davis, cool. AD's going to grab the bottom of the baton, and then he's going to take the longer end and say, who's going to hold this with me? Mm. Rather than Bron yeah. saying, I got this thing. I've done it my entire career. Cope saying, I got this thing. I've, I've, I've done it my entire Shaq, I always, I, I've just, my personal perception on Anthony Davis has been, He's got to have somebody as good as him or better. He's got, and by the way, there's a lot of great players in the NBA yeah. that need something like that. Yeah. Like we we used this example a little bit earlier. Dame's an unbelievable player. He needs a player like Anthony Davis with him. Luca's an unbelievable player. How do you win a championship or go compete with one without having a player like Anthony Davis with you? But the, that description, Al, and I. By the way, I co I'll sign up for that. That description is Anthony Davis is the help. He's not the guy that needs help, and that that's where the Lakers would be. So instead of do saying, you agree with it, I do, I, 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 and I, that's that's how I feel about I it. I do. I think that's a really interesting way to look at it. It's not just that. Hey, we got our future. We don't. We have whoever the futures is running mate. That we have Powell. We don't have Kobe. That we have James Worthy. We don't have Magic Johnson. That you need a really good player. But not the best player, and there's no question about who the best player on the team is night in and night out. On any given night, sure, could be anybody. But more often than not, LeBron James is the best player on this team. Anthony Davis needs to be the second best player. He's always going to be the second best guy. And who's the first best? And that's what's really scary, because when they made that deal, that was not the assumption. The assumption was he is the best guy, that we'll find him help, yeah. not that he is the help. Yeah, and listen, I think we're you know we're always comparing. Remember after Lakers won the NBA championship and ESPN did their player ranking, mm -hmm. it was one and two. Mm -hmm. One was Braun, two was Anthony Davis. Now, if you go do that ranking and you say who are the top ten players in the NBA, Braun will still be in the top ten. Anthony Davis will not. That's just that's just that's oh, the reality sure. of it, right? So I I just I understand. I think you described it the best. What a cool opportunity. To see the Lakers right now in this stretch in run where you don't have a choice, right? Like you're going to get, even if it's two weeks, three weeks that LeBron's not there, AD with some good role players on to keep harping on this. D'Angelo has to be sure. there. I really do think that's a critical, critical no piece. Um, but we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to see something that we haven't really got a chance to see at a time where they're making a run to get to the playoffs. Let's go to Riverside again. We're big in Riverside, Al. Don in Riverside. Don, you're on with Travis Lee. Yeah, I just wanted to make the point of let's. I think it's a good thing that this happened because I don't think we're going to win a championship anyways. As a Laker fan, we're always talking about we play for championships. 
not for playing tournaments, and that's all it's been since LeBron's been here. So we'll see what we'll see what AD has right now. We'll see what these uh, D-Lo could do with AD. So hopefully they, you know, they could do something. And you know, I think it's time to let LeBron go. I think it's time to let AD go. You know, in the future. Well, I don't think rebuilding. Yeah, Don, I don't, I don't know if you can let LeBron go. LeBron's your best player, right? And and. I guess it depends on what the value is across the rest of the league. If if, if somebody else wants LeBron James and is willing to give you a, a ransom to get him, okay, we can talk about that. But if it's just, hey, we got to move on from him, let's just clear space. Yeah. It's like eh, LeBron James is still your best player by a mile. I don't think you you move can, can on I, from him unless you really have a better idea what you're going to get. Can I? Is it safe to say this that if and it's a big if, but if Anthony Davis these last couple of years played 70% of the games, okay? It would obviously be completely different. If Anthony Davis played 70% of the games, I don't know what percentage he is right now. He's obviously been in the lineup here in the last... or 60. Something like that. I, I think it's safe to say that Braun is still doing unbelievable things. The hope was as Braun got older is that less... I think a big reason why the Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook, right, a couple years ago, is because I thought the idea and the concept is... You got another playmaker. You got someone that could take some pressure off of Braun. You got somebody that could push the ball up and down the floor. It was a colossal failure. We Mm -hmm. all understand that. But I think the last couple of years, the concept has been, can we take a little bit off Braun because he's getting older? And it actually has worked the other way. You've put more on (laughs) Braun's shoulders. Yeah, it's weird because I've never liked that philosophy to begin with because what makes LeBron LeBron is he does have the ball in his hands all the time, that he is a good decision maker. He is a great passer. He is a great distributor, facilitator. And, oh, by the way, he scored more points than anybody in the history of the game. So why would you want to have him standing around waiting for somebody else to do it? I get your point that he could take, instead of being out of the game for 10 minutes a night, he could be out of the game 16 minutes yeah, a night. I, yeah. I, I get that, but – why do I want my best player to be down less? And certainly not when you're playing with those other guys. They Only need because to find of the age. next best player. Only because of age. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm with that part, but I'm going to have LeBron. Who gets the ball? Him. Well, well, Every time. Here's, to him. here's what's funny about the D'Lo piece of this. What Russ wasn't is he wasn't a traditional point guard. Yeah. What D'Lo is is more of a traditional point guard more, that can sure. actually shoot the ball and everything else that comes with it. Pickleball Slee, tomorrow yeah. you're doing it Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Thursday, Thursday Al's getting Alan on the court for the first time. I picture you out there with the goggles. And 100%. Like the I got the headband on, too. And tank top. You're out there running around, short shorts, doing your thing. Yep. But we're going to be playing pickleball. By the way, we need to discuss uniforms. We still haven't kind of mm. talked about what our team uniform is going to be going into this thing. Uh, you're going to have to come out. It is our inaugural Pickleball Madness tournament March 18th. <laughs> hey, I've heard worse ideas. <laughs> 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Agape Pickleball Center at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Reserve seating is still available. Register at ESPNLA.com. The event is open to anybody who wants to come out. Come on out, hang out, watch the pickleball, have a drink or two. I'm certainly up for that with you. Thanks to our pals at Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. There's TVs to watch your college basketball. There's Papa Shot. There's a kid zone. There's a beer garden. There's food. There's a DJ. There's entertainment. You will have a great time. We know how to throw a party here at uh, 710. So come on out March 18th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley and watch get out Slee there with us playing a tank top. Yes. Not a tank turtle turtleneck. Turtleneck. Black, We're the first pickleball. Black, black turtlenecks and black slack. It's like the opposite of Wimbledon in the 40s where they would wear the white sweater and the yeah. white pants. Has anybody ever done turtleneck with a tie? <laughs> 
just super choked up. So you've seen those old. Chad, I can't breathe. Those old time golf pictures Stop where guys were playing in like the plus fours, the yeah. knickers, and but mm-hmm. like a vest and a tie. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to go play a little golf? Yeah, let me get my tie first before we. What the hell? Like you go those pictures are like go go look at those, some old pictures of Dodger Stadium in like the sixties. There's people in the stands in the ties. Why are we doing that? It's a baseball game. I'm in pickleball. That's what we're doing. Going to take a flight to Phoenix. Let me get my suit on. Which one's Travis and Sliwa? They're just right there. Uh, Travis got the tie on. Sliwa has a turtleneck on. North American cuts for for me, and you could have more of a. Do we Euro get timeouts cut, or no? Whether we're taking them, whether we get them or not. You guys can just start serving us off the court. We're going to go sit down and have They've a Michelob Ultra. Three timeouts in the first three minutes of the game. I think I'm going to place my Michelob Ultra in the kitchen while yep. we play because you can't go in the kitchen, and that way it'll stay nice and safe along the way. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Slee. 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. How about this? Unbelievable. Lee? Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Unbelievable exchange. Went to the restroom. Matt Burke, one of the sales guys there, see him on the phone. He's probably closing a deal in the hallway. Oh, Turn the corner. In the hallway. Yeah, he Glad was in you the hallway. Clarified. Yeah, yeah, in the hallway. In the hallway. <laughs> um, Turn the corner, go into the restroom. I'm at one of the stalls. There's two stalls, and then there's the actual two urinals and the or two, two urinals and the two stalls. So I'm in one of the urinals. I know it's a lot of details. The next <laughs> next thing I know, Matt Burke pulls up next to me. Next thing I hear, Mace and Berg. Mace goes to one. Then I hear AK. AK goes to the other. It was a full restroom. There's five of us in there, and I left on my way out saying, we should do super cross talking here. <laughs> and everyone started laughing, and the door closed, and I was out. <laughs> So I think I left with a great impression in there. Because here's the thing. Everyone was already there. The only person missing was you. So I could have texted you and just said, come over to come to the restroom. Just go try that one day. And and I'll I'll get out of here at 1255. And you can take it all the way to to 112. Nothing like getting a good one in there. And then the door shut. (laughs) It's it's got to know when you got to walk out on top, right? It's like George Costanza and Seinfeld. I'm out of (laughs) here. He leaves after dropping his one good line. Little Dodger update Uh, right here. Uh, Julio Arias faced 10 batters today, Slee. Okay. okay. Got eight of them out. He struck out four. He allowed zero runs and threw 41 pitches to 10 hitters. That's four pitches per oh guy. His first Cactus League game is now finished. That, according to Twitter. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. Maybe this is a guy you don't yank his chain for a few years. Maybe he's somebody that we prioritize moving forward. Maybe you try to do everything in your power to make sure that he's happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they don't really have a closer right now. Hey, Julio, we know you got 10 guys out on 41 pitches. You want to pitch the ninth inning tomorrow? It's, like, it's, just, it's weird. That, you want to bring Evan Phillips in first for your start. Did you see what Scott Boris said about uh, the yeah. Dodgers and Cody Bellinger? Yeah, I did. That he was surprised mm-hmm. that they non-tendered him coming into this. Basically, they cut him. Right, that they weren't going to give him what he was expecting, and they basically said you can go find employment elsewhere. And Boris said, "I felt it was rather matter of a fact that he would continue with them because they had the rights over him. I had no idea they would non-tender him. This feels 
th- that that's the first time I've ever heard Scott Boris say something. I'm like, come on, buddy. Well, I was going to say did, too. I'm did like, did you not watch? Uh, him play? Is, yeah, but on top of that, I'm like, maybe you should get that information. Hundred percent, yes, but. Everybody that was paying attention knew that the Dodgers moving on from him was a possibility. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd stay. I really did. I thought that he would end up. They'd come up with a number and bring him yeah. back. I, I did think Defensive he was there. purposes. But yeah. the idea that it was a, it, it certainly was a possibility. The reason I bring it up is because it just seems like occasionally the Dodgers have something with one of their guys that's odd. Not necessarily bad, but just odd. And the relationship they seem to have with Julio is odd. odd. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, you know, the danger and how they've used him, uh, you said this before, he's a Boris agent, or Boris is his agent, correct? Julio? Yeah. Yes. He's going to hit the market. Once you hit the market, anything can happen. And you don't know if Julio has a certain feeling about the Dodgers can right now. Can I add now. one other thing in there? It sure. also means if you're going to the market, there's one, I just want to maximize my value, which sure. makes it. Yep. There's also a, look, I'm open to other places because I'm sure the Dodgers aren't going to nickel and dime him. It's not like they're going to offer him 25% less than the next highest bidder. They're they're going to be, at worst, really close. So if you're going out there, not only is it that extra 1% maybe that you get, but it's the 1% plus, you know, you guys constantly jerking my chain. And you could have just interest. Hey, I've never been an unrestricted or whatever free agent before. Let me me see what that's about. Do you think because Julio threw 41, you said 40 41. 41. Um, I'm waiting for tweets saying, why would Dave pull him out? Why would, he, why, why would he take him out right now? What are we doing? What's his analytics? Why are we doing money ball? Let him go. Let him go until somebody hits him, right? You want to justify why he takes him out through 41? <laughs> You're going to like this one, Sleep. Donnie Brasco came out on this day, February 28th, 1997. That's your movie. How am I not watching Donnie Brasco tonight after the post? We well, got to watch uh, Your Honor. Or twins, or whatever the other one was. Or Not Rami. Twins. Rami. What was the one that Berg? The bear shrinking. 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 Twins? That's the one with Schwarzenegger and yeah, DeVito? Like, hey, look. My, That's I, good. DeVito has got a... I felt like there was, there was yeah. something. I felt like I was close. Donnie Brasco. Love Donnie Brasco. <laughs> okay, where... So, I know you're a Goodfellas guy. Yeah. I know you're a Godfather guy. Mm-hmm. Those are two classic mom movies. Yeah, it's movies. just great mom movies, yep. Donnie Brasco on that level, or a cup below? Um, no, it's on that level. It's really good. It really is. And it's one of the more, I'm not saying that it's not well known, but it's not talked about like The Godfather. It's not talked about like Goodfellas. It's not talked about like Casino. It's just not. But I put it on that level. I enjoyed that movie enough. I thought Johnny Depp was amazing. Was great. It's It's really You good. know what was great about that movie too? Al Pacino plays a loser. Like Al Pacino is usually the big, you know, he's the big badass in these movies. He's the guy, the the, the protagonist that you're kind of yep. rooting for, the the scary guy. He's a loser in Daniel, mm. Donnie Brasco, and and he's kind of keeps pathetic. asking to borrow money. He's pathetic. Yep. He's got this crappy life that mm-hmm. he thinks that he he knows is crappy, but he's trying to pass it off like it's not. He knows he's not the boss. He knows he's not the golden child of like Donnie Brasco. That's a he's great just kind of a schlub who's just going through it, mm. thinking he's a big deal. See, I love that. Movie. I know movies, Emily. What else you want to know? <laughs> yeah, what you confused shrinking and twins? I think it's just really funny that we kind of bre- like brushed over that. Taylor, have you seen Donnie Brasco? No, I you haven't. haven't seen it. It's good. He'd like it. Yeah, brushing over it again. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Kevin Durant will make his son's debut tomorrow. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited what that's going to look like because 
when it went down, we're like, oh, all right, well, the Suns are the team to beat in the West. We still haven't seen it. So if he goes out there and that looks really good, and why wouldn't it? It's Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant's super easy to kind of integrate into your whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. I think we may have a very different opinion on the Western Conference two weeks from now if KD goes in there and kills it. I think most people right now, if I ask four different people in here, hey, do you think's going to win the West? The Suns will be named off. Mm Mm-hmm. Denver is not a, a sexy choice, even though they keep playing good basketball. I don't think Memphis is a sexy choice either. People are still talking about the Golden State Warriors. Hey, they just got to be healthy, put them in the mix, and they'll be fine. It's kind of fascinating to see the Western Conference right now. Yeah, Durant's going to change. Oh, speaking of the Western Conference, Luka Doncic turns 24 today. How much money is that guy going to make by what the time it's all bust. said and done? What a The new bust. TV deal comes up either is at the end of this year or end of next years. year. Okay. I think it's two years. Yeah, so probably the end of next year. That means the players, whatever the new TV deal is, the players get half of that money, which so, means it goes up, which yep. means the max goes up. If the max right now is roughly $50 million a year, what's Luka going to get? 70 60 Do you know what's funny is when players like michael thompson's time or even a little bit after that where they look at the contracts today and say can you believe they were getting that much money will there be a time in 20 years where lebron will be saying can you believe they're getting that much money of course there will be okay it always goes up it always goes up that when kareem abdul jabbar was playing the george mikans are probably i can't believe that kareem's yep. making a million, a million dollars right. a million dollars you guys magic signed this. that 25 yeah. year you you're like too young to million remember. a year you might remember like there's oh. a cover of sports illustrated okay where they listed like Nolan Ryan, he's kind of in his you know his motion, right? And it was baseball's million dollar man because he was the first guy ever to make a million dollars in the season. Now they're kicking around four hundred million dollar contracts. Do you know what the average salary in Major League average 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 salary? Well, I mean, probably fifteen million bucks. It's less than that. Less but than it's, that. It's four and a half million dollars average, not minimum. Average, yeah. average. It's yeah. sixty for the Padres. I'd want to know what the median is. <laughs> yeah, that would be the an interesting median one, one is interesting. Yeah. You, then you same amount as both and those, below, right? Yeah, exactly. Median, moan, and mead. Mode, mean, I don't know. I wasn't very good. It was mode and mean. Probably. <laughs> there was mode, mean. They're all basically the same thing. Yes, yeah, but slightly. In other different. words. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Um, I want to do this one, and it'll lead us into Super Crosstalk. Cool. Chris Rock is going to give his first in-depth remarks about Will Smith slapping him at the Oscars during a live stand-up special that will air on Netflix on Saturday. With that in mind, let's go to Super Crosstalk. Oh, no. I think I pulled a muscle you, doing my woo. Careful. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, careful, it's going man. around. Oh, yeah. In- careful injuries right are yeah, abundant. contagious. Exactly. What Lux, a... What LeBron. a what a morgue-like atmosphere I'm, your show is. I'm uh, emotionally hurt. I'm out two to three weeks yeah, based on all the injuries. Emotionally injured, yes. yeah. Somebody on Twitter today goes, dude, why are you being so negative? I'm like, uh, what would you like to find positive about LeBron James being out indefinitely and, and Gavin, Gavin Lux being done year. for the season? Spin it, buddy. Yay! Yeah. Awesome! Will Opportunity for Miguel Rojas. <laughs> Let's go. What I mean... Today's no, one nothing. of those days nothing. that there's, there's not a lot there's to nothing. be thrilled about. No, no, no. And by the way, we're supposed to reflect what's going on. I mean, people out there, you know, if you're a Dodger fan, if you're a Laker fan, you're like, ah, 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 it's the uh, right emotion. You guys ready to hear well, Chris Rock? We, we can be your therapist yes. through all of this, but you don't want a therapist who's lying to you. <laughs> no. Like, that's a terrible therapist. And by the way, we call Tuesdays. Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm. So we will tell the truth, truth. during. T- the, uh, it makes it sound like the rest of the show is BS <laughs> all week long. But but Tuesday is officially the day we lay it all out there. 
You lie Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, Monday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, but Tuesday. Don't trust us. I believe but Tuesday. it's perform the yes, other days, correct. right? And then today is the day you're like, yeah, no, they're in deep trouble. So you're going to ask about Chris Rock? Yeah. So the, Chris Rock is hilarious. Chris yes, Rock he is. is one of the you know, um, he's, he's best comedians of his generation. Certainly. There's him. There's Seinfeld of that '90s and early 2000s. Those are the those are the guys, yeah. right? The Will Smith thing was so bizarre. Like I, I'm just worried that it's not going to live up to what I'm expecting because it's Chris Rock, yep. who's awesome, with one of the most bizarre moments that any of us have ever seen. I just feel like it's going to be weird to hear him talk well, about. Well, it, it, first of all, this is uh, Netflix first, I guess, live, live yeah. comedy. Mm-hmm. Spe- I just read today there's going to be a, a pregame and a postgame for it. Really? There are comics that are going to do a pregame, and there are comics that are going to do a postgame. Now, I don't know what the... I, I can tell you this. My mom and not stepdad Leo went to see Chris Rock at maybe Yamava or one of those mm. Agua Caliente, something out yep. there uh, in the desert. And they said he did not address at all at all the Will Smith thing. But I assume this is material he's been working on. He's been to, on yeah. the road all year long. And I'm ex- my expectations are probably too high. Well, it's That's one of what two, I'm worried it's about. It's one of two things because he is he's gone out of his way not to talk about this. He's mm-hmm. been asked and hasn't wanted to talk about it. So either he's saving it for this one special or unlike Will Smith, he would like to just move on from this thing. Yes. Because <laughs> nobody seems less interested in moving on from the slap than Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith keeps bringing it up. Does he? Yeah, yes. he keeps bringing it up. Mm. All. What do you do? Did he do something on TikTok, I think? E- or? Every, yes, he was. Like apologizing? Like, yeah, I was going to say. What is he doing? Well, no, there was some, t- I don't know who this TikTok uh, artist, performer, whatever you want to call her <laughs> What is. are they now? I don't I, know. I don't know. But she she Artist feels wrong. She had, <laughs> she had some video where she was talking about how you can figure out what an object is thinking. Yes. Like this was essentially the premise of this, where you could basically assign thoughts to an inanimate object, okay. what they were thinking. And Will Smith does like a side-by-side TikTok with this. A and stitch. Then t- is that what it's called? Does a yeah. stitch. It's a this stitch. is what the artists are all doing Keep now. up, guys. A stitch. I know. Keep yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so he takes out in this stitch his Oscar as if like, I wonder what my Oscar thinks of me. Again, addressing the slap. The the Oscars probably thinking, get over it, you yeah, jackass. Move on. <laughs> move along. Like the entire world's gotten over this thing and you can't do an interview without some but, type of like contemplation or reflection. You lost your temper. Yeah, I got mad. But this has got to yeah. be this is really you said it's the first time Netflix has ever done this, right? Correct. First time they've first ever time done a live comedy special. That's a great pre promotion. Oh yeah. I mean uh, to promote okay, that. with that in mind. Are you guys gonna I know yes. we'll all see the comments. No, we'll I will see absolutely. The, you will watch it live. You'll watch it live? Yeah. I, I'm a big Chris Rock fan. Mm-hmm. I, I so will am I. absolutely watch but it. But the fact that it is yeah, live, watch it live is not gonna I can just go to I'm assuming yeah, you go can, to Netflix. On Sunday and you can go to Netflix and watch the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I know I think this is one to watch live. I exactly. have to see the league pass. What's happening Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, and then watch. I got T Wolves magic on Saturday night. I'm gonna is, have to wait. Out of, out of the box on this, what what's keeping you know the the comedy store or the improv from just putting their night show a, a bill live on Netflix? I think probably the concern that if something goes sideways, we're the ones that presented the thing that went sideways. You're the oh. air quote producer of yeah. the yeah. event. Yeah, true. 
Like, yeah, that's possible. I mean, years ago, for example, when Michael Richards had that meltdown at the Laugh Factory yes. where he's thrown around the N-word. Mm. Think if you had just decided on a lark, hey, hey let's live this let's, is live on YouTube. What could go wrong? <laughs> live on Netflix. So I think, that, I, I think that's what it is. Like, the people at Netflix have a pretty good idea of what Chris Rock is going to get into, mm. not get into. The fact that, like, to your point, and anybody that follows comedy even a little bit knows that guys go out on the road and He's they workshop things, right? He's been testing this material. Right? He's been working this, on this act for a long time This to works, do this doesn't. If I say it like this, it gets a better reaction than if I say it yep. like that. They, there's a craft they're to doing what they set. do. Yes, they're putting together a set that none of this has leaked somewhere. And I know that everybody, leave your phone at the door and no recording, And but That's good I mean, point. it's virtually impossible to prevent somebody from recording yeah, something all the time. Interesting. How has none of it gotten out? Yeah, it, does he have one of those deals? I like. I know Kevin Hart does the. Have you ever done the thing where you put your phone in, in this in this yeah. bag and you're yeah. not allowed? I wonder if Chris Rock has been doing that. Maybe because I haven't seen any of his. Not a lot of comics do that now. I mean, there there's been a period where comics have really struggled with you know going out on the road like you said, Travis, working on their material. You know, you're you're massaging this stuff. Yeah. Now, no certain stuff isn't going to land, and that's the point. You're trying to figure it out. But then somebody is in the audience and they... They have a recorder or, or they something. They have a recorder mm-hmm. or even worse, they relay it. They relay what was said. Then all of a sudden, some writer from Slate does like a think piece about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have this like big viral discussion of all these people getting upset over an act that none of them actually saw. Mm. And I, by the way, inside a comedy club right now, there's stuff going on that probably people don't want out there. Of course. Yeah, I mean, there's that's where, and you know what, And good, that's where you're supposed to push the limits. Mm. You push the limits a little bit in a in a comedy, at the comedy store, or at the improv, or wherever it is you're going. Comedy Comedians deserve a really wide berth when it comes to A safe spot to go moment. figure out where they want exactly. to ultimately be. Exactly. Right? Because if you just got to kind of put it out in front of the world from the jump, that's pretty. De- it, you've tried it, haven't you? Haven't you gone? I've on never stage? tried you've it. You've never I've tried it. about it. I've, I'm seriously. Sur- I thought that it. you told me. So I'm surprised that you haven't. I've the, thought about your it. willingness to go out there and try things. Yeah, is I've pretty always, awesome. My my uh, my friend Sue Kalinsky, who I do my uh, podcast with, is a stand up comic. Was a stand up comic for 20 years, and I always joke. I'll like, I'll, you can open for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're the headliner. Of right, course. I'm the headliner. You can open for me, Sue. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I would do what's, Genie what's, must try What's it. prevented yeah, you from right, doing Genie it? Has. Um, you know, it's a good question. I actually, there's a story right now that Tom Brady. I saw that. Is thinking about trying stand-up. And I'm like, if Tom Brady can do stand-up, I will kick his ass in the stand-up department, right? <laughs> Tom Brady, I don't think of as funny at all. No, or particularly interesting, which is what makes comics pretty good right yeah. like you're at least interested in their the point weirder, of view the better like, yes if this story is actually true then basically what we've seen for the last five years of tom brady it's one big midlife crisis <laughs> like he's been playing quarterback you know at age 45 seemingly for no reason <laughs> burning to like, do stand-up nobody nobody thinks he needs to just do this. buying time he's for doing his stand-up stand-up in his mid 40s he doesn't you know i like runs, to, live special on netflix who wouldn't I, tune in yeah, to see tom brady i want to be like a prop comic like caratop oh <laughs> yeah he's smashing gallagher, like gallagher. Yeah. he's out there just doing the most you know base stupid like when everyone else is saying dude just 
live your life with Giselle. Yes. Like, do the most normal thing in the world, which is settle down with your supermodel wife, who seems pretty cool. What, what, what would be it. more surprising? That he comes in as like some goofy prop comic, or he comes in with just this razor sharp political set. Just, Super edgy. That just Boy, torches half the country. That's the one thing about this is why I don't think he's ever going to be a great analyst. I don't think he's got an edge to him. I don't think and I think you either. need an edge to be a good analyst. You have to be at least be willing offer, to say that sucks. How Correct. do they offer that money and not have somewhat of an idea how this guy's going to do behind well, the marquee value, all the time. right? It's marquee value all the time. But that's I mean, just maybe it's not crazy. That it's, amount, it's, it's 300 plus and you're not sure. It's an insane sure. amount. Sean McVay, you know. Okay, that guy will be really good they, doing that. Yeah. Joe Montana was bad at it. Dan Marino was bad at it. There's a long list. Drew Brees was dreadful at it. Yeah. yeah. There's a list of really good quarterbacks who stink at that job. You know job. who was a great analyst this last year, who I think is one of the smartest guys now, is Greg Olson. He was fine. Greg Olson, I thought, was really, really strong. Now, he's getting $9 million a year to do that job. Jeez. The moment Tom Brady starts at Fox, Greg Olson's salary... Drops to $3 million because yeah. he's the number two guy okay. at wow. Fox. That's wow. bad agenting, right? Yeah, somebody made a bad deal that, there. That's, that's not You're not paying me based on which games I'm doing. Let's negotiate what I get. As long as you're the number one, you get nine. Right. If, yeah. if they drop you to number two, you I get, get three. Well, get I, heard also, yeah. I heard also the $9 million still goes to Olsen's account. Then he has to write a check to Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, is that, for is that, that how works? So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a full yeah. circle thing. Did you do anything fun today aside from uh, okay, ACLs yeah, I got a question. And, I got a question. and ankle injuries? And, I was asking Emily what to watch. Okay. I want something on TV oh, I to heard watch. This, yeah. She gave me some suggestions. I'm curious if you guys have seen any of these. Has, have you guys, I'm assuming, have you seen Your Honor? Yes. Okay. Very good. Very, Very good. good. I love season one in particular. Season okay. one is great, but I would stick through it. It's really good. Your Honor? I've not seen it. Okay. Yeah. Rami? I've never watched Rami. I hear really good things. I've seen him win awards and stuff, but it's sort of like... Uh, that's like a coming said, to America. I think you said coming deal. to America. Yeah, it's, it's from Egypt. Immigrant, comes, yep. immigrant story. Yeah, it, it sounds good. Andy, the bear. The bear, the bear is, is awesome. One of the best shows on wow. TV. Awesome. One of the best shows Fantastic. on TV. Mm. So this is the one where the guy comes from a fine dining background, mm-hmm. takes over the family sandwich shop, and tries to kind of yeah his upscale his too. brother yeah. committed suicide and left him this restaurant. And it threw him for a loop, and he he has to take this thing over, but he wants to try to make it better than it had been and sort of scratch his own culinary itch. The seventh episode of the season is... That's where he dies, right? No. Oh. No. (laughs) Does that episode eight? No, uh, the one he doesn't die. He doesn't die. <laughs> no, we already had one brother die. But. I was going to say, I, but, but the, the opening, well, His 30 minutes in, suicide. episode yeah, seven. Like that. With the suicide, which is not, yeah, you know. I don't you, think I want to see that. You're going to know this within the first five minutes yeah. of the show. Yeah. No, 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 like, no. It's not like as in a spoiler thing, but that's like a, I, I, I want to let lead. people know what they're getting when in When I for. turn on the TV, I want to have it be light. And but easy. they jumped the bear. They jumped right away. On the bear, as if go see it. So that, that's a great. Yeah, I mean, no, it's a great sign. Is, I think it's one of the best shows on TV. Period. Okay. It, if you want till light he dies. and breezy, you don't want the bear. <laughs> yeah, episode seven till he dies. Episode seven. <laughs> episode seven okay. is basically like one continual thirty-minute yes. take. Mm. It's it just keeps most, going and going. It's one of the most like, amazing things I've ever. One seen. shot. Yes. Okay, and then Brilliant. Berg gave one suggestion. Uh-huh. Shrinking. He's got a terrible taste in shows. <laughs> I don't ever watch anything Bergman says Have you seen to that? watch. Greg, I tried, I watched man. I one it episode. Bad? 
I I didn't I don't like shrinking. I don't. It didn't work for me. And by the way, there's so much on now. If, like if it doesn't work, I'm out. Yeah, you're I don't right. have yeah. To, yeah. How many do you give it? Because I I will if it's somebody that I trust. Yep. And says, hey, I really think you're gonna like this. And watch episode one. You're like, eh, not for two me. Two episodes. I think two's the the yeah, Two's episodes. probably fair. Yeah, two's probably. Bergman, you like uh, shrinking? Is that working for you? I don't know. I do. Shrinking is really good. It's Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. I do like Jason Siegel a lot. Yeah, really. He's got very interesting taste. Watch another second. Watch another episode. It does get better. It's a. It's a really good show. It's just some good recommendations. Yeah, I've been in therapy a lot, so I I would imagine shrinking's probably right up my alley. Shrinking as in you're being analyzed. Yeah, you're not. You're not getting smaller. Yeah. That's where I got confused. Like I started thinking Danny DeVito and twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought something had been miniaturized. Yes, no, and that's what we're talking about. But it's an interesting idea. That doesn't sound very. Anniversary, by the way, Donnie Brasco today as well. Oh, I saw you light up when I said that. It's a great movie. Forget about it, Brasco. To Fugazi. It's so. That's. I mean, it's been years. But it is so sad when he busts him mm-hmm. at the end. When he, when, he, <laughs> when Pacino realizes that he's been, he's been duped. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's well, brutal. it's the culmination of being a loser his whole life, and this was the cap. The, yep. the, oh, the, so the good. Yeah, moment. such a great movie. Yeah. That's where forget about it comes from, right? That forget was the about it. Forget, forget about it. Yep. Forget about it. You forget about it, sleep. Love that movie. Using, it, that movie came out even before The Sopranos, and a yeah. lot of forget about it. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I've been ninety-seven. I think my, we said Michael 95. and I are rewatching the Sopranos. He's watching it for the first time, so I'm seeing it again. So we're kind of going through it together. You forget. Not a great show for all of the. Uh, it's so funny. It is funny. It mm-hmm. is so funny, and without trying to land jokes, yeah, it just lands joke after joke. Yeah, Paulie. Paulie is, Paulie is the <laughs> best. My name's Clarence. I just drop things off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love Paulie in the wings. Oh, the wings. The Tell wings Susan all day today. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Super Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. We'll see you tomorrow.